This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It's just about 5.38 and you're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sharmila. Uh, we started off our show today with Popit Popit Parliament um, and, you know, it was mostly about the three questions that were put to the Prime Minister during um, Prime Minister Questions or PMQ. Uh, among the topics we discussed included whether there's going to be more tax to deal with our national debt. Uh, the Prime Minister has already said that GST, for instance, is not going to be reintroduced. Um, there's There were questions about corruption. There were questions about how we enforce or um, kind of work with social media and digital apps to curb hate speech. If you want to weigh in, that number to call is double seven double three. Two nine hundred. You can send a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine and tweet us at BFM Radio. In the meantime, though, uh, it is still five thirty eight, and we are going to have a completely, completely different subject on today on Twitter because the question is all about UFOs. <laughs> sets the tone uh, for what we're going to talk about, I think, because that you may have seen a lot of reports about UFOs, uh, specifically unidentified flying objects in a number of countries. Uh, it has, in some cases, been investigated. Other countries have chosen to, uh, chosen to shoot it down. And this is coming, I, I do have to say, hand in hand with reports about spy balloons. So it's a little bit of, it's a little bit of both. Um, and and I guess we need to acknowledge that this is all happening at the same time. So to be fair, we are talking about nations and their defense strategies. We're not discounting that. But Twitter being what it is, the notion of unidentified flying objects flying over airspaces are quite likely to generate a fair amount of interest. But for what it's worth, uh, just a quick rundown over what actually happened. So uh, the U.S.'s Pentagon made a statement yesterday informing the public that the military fighter jets that uh, that, that, that they are military fighter jets shot down an octagonal object over Lake Huron on Sunday. And this is the fourth flying object to be shot down over North American airspace <clears throat> in less than a week. Uh, meanwhile, um, over at uh, China, a suspected Sorry, no. So meanwhile, as you said, there have also been incidences of surveillance balloons from China being shot down and so on. Um, however, in um, <laughs> speaking about China, the local maritime authorities in East China, Shandong province, also announced on Sunday that they had spotted an unidentified flying object in waters near the coastal city of Rizhou. Uh, and they were preparing to shoot it down. They were reminding fishermen to be safe via messages. In Canada, meanwhile, investigators are also currently hunting for the wreckage of one of the UFOs that was shot down by a US jet over Yukon Territory. So that's all going on. Um, and 
also there have been questions, right? Because if you're going to come out and make statements involving unidentified flying objects while also being willing to identify spy balloons, for instance, and saying what it is by its name, then the other thing is going to attract a lot of attention because defence officials said they're still trying to establish the nature of um, these objects. And when asked about UFOs and extraterrestrials, they said they were not ruling anything out, which is where Twitter has now had a field day because... UFOs and UAPs and the like have also had a lot of mainstreaming, I think, in recent years. And therefore, people are like, what is this? Tell us more. But um, we have, so we've got a selection of tweets, I think, that paint a picture of where or how people are talking about this. Um, Nate Schott says, we've got to talk about these UFOs on my timeline, no matter their origin, whether China, Russia or something not of this planet. We've got to admit that this is extremely bizarre. I'm not trying to sound like a conspiracy uh, conspiracy theorist, but this is weird, right? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of, I'm not trying to do the tinfoil hat, but come on, guys. That's a tone that's uh, that's been around in quite a few tweets. We also have um, Brian Cox. Not the Brian Cox, I presume. Uh, the other Brian Cox. The other Brian yeah, Cox, the, yes. Yeah, the physicist. Yes. So not the actor, the physicist. Um, so he's, he's saying that he's always suspected that an advanced alien civilization with the tech to travel at close to light speed across interstellar distances would arrive in Earth or orbit unobserved and proceed to dispatch a fleet of small, easily detectable balloons <laughs> into our atmosphere. Really uh, puncturing everybody's speculation there by pointing out that truly... While the objects themselves remain unidentified, in terms of how they've been described in the press, it really looks very uh, off this earth. It looks, I think the mention of string, for instance, or things like that being attached to the object. So it's not exactly materials that we've never heard of. Uh just a quick sidebar, uh, physicists on Twitter are actually some of the most fun people. This is Them true. Them correcting facts and, and, you know, dropping truth bombs. Meanwhile, uh, Willful Chaos says, stop shooting down the UFOs and let Amy Adams talk to them. Right. We could learn so much. I don't want to spoil anything for anybody, but if you have seen said Amy Adams movie, then I think you would be inclined to agree. Jake Bro um, also has a similar, I think, point to make as Brian Cox, saying as a former Air Force officer, here's my two cents. Um, if these were quote-unquote aliens capable of interstellar or interdimensional travel, then an F-22 isn't going to be able to shoot it down. The air tech would make our best weapons look like toy water guns, which is exactly the point being made that much as it's fun, I suppose, to imagine or to think about what it could be, the truth is if, if these were aliens... Um, the timing is strange. The rollout is weird. <laughs> and, you know, the, the technology is disappointing. Chris W., meanwhile, perhaps coming at it from a different angle, saying, dang, what are the odds of China floating spy balloons at the precise moment aliens send in their scout drones? Turns out Murphy's Law is universal. Meanwhile, uh, Louis Casey is pointing out, I, I think that there are perhaps different things to be talking about, saying, here's what I got from spending too much time on Twitter lately. The UFOs were a distraction from Ohio. Ohio is a distraction from the Nord Stream pipeline. All of it, and then it, it goes into, I think, conspiracy theory kind of territory, which we don't need to go to. But I think the point about what things are distracting from what and where the conversation goes is an interesting one because uh, UFO discourse has dominated Twitter over the last week or so and this is amidst a lot of other things going on. Doesn't mean it's not fun to discuss but that, I mean, both things can be true. 
I think it's also partly that um, this is one of those subjects that is famously associated with gov- government cover-ups, right? And so it, the moment you talk about um, something being spotted, something being shot down, um, everyone who already has some level of mistrust in these governments' ability to share information automatically come out of the woodworks and start, well, basically creating these conversations around it. So... We want to know, um, there have been a lot of headlines about UFOs lately alongside verified headlines about spy balloons. So these things are happening at the same time. We want to know, uh, do you get intrigued by stories about UFOs? Do you believe the truth is out there? That number to call is double seven double three two nine hundred. You can send a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. Bodacious, fabulous minds. BFM 89.9, the business station. BFM 89.9, it is 5.50 and that was Queen with Don't Stop Me Now. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sharmila. And our Today on Twitter was all about UFOs because Twitter has kind of been all about UFOs for a little bit. And this is coming with some unidentified flying objects that have variously been seen, shot down, or they're thinking about shooting it down over US, Canada and China. Um, And this is happening also alongside and separately too, but related to... Um, the, the issue of spy balloons. So anyways, we're asking you, do you get intrigued by stories about UFOs? Uh, do you believe the truth is out there? Is this something that interests you? That number to call is double seven double three two nine hundred. Send a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. So uh, to the messages, let's start with this from Jimny. So, uh, Jimmy says, to start, I super loved your X-Files song. So do we, Jimmy. Thank you. Uh, brings me back to 20 years ago. Nowadays, everything flying is a UFO until it's identified. But I don't think it's alien of origin, as I don't think we have the tech to shoot one down. Uh, and why are UFOs always appearing in US, Russia or China? The biggest continent is Africa, and yet hardly any news from them. Um. I think this is true. Um, I've always thought this to be true. I will, however, just question um, the tech issue. I'm not an expert. Um, I've just read a little bit, seen a little bit. But I'm curious as to why we always assume that people coming would... uh, Or the tech... I'm curious why we assume we would know anything about the tech. I've always imagined that it would be unimaginable to us, that we wouldn't even know what we're looking at, which I think speaks to this notion of we wouldn't be able to shoot it down or we wouldn't be Mm. able to identify it. But I just find it curious when we talk about the tech. um, I think we all have these very specific images and a lot of it comes from films and shows. But the truth is more likely to be that it would be so far beyond our reckoning, I think. Also, Jimny, um, to your point about everything is a UFO, um, they now call them, let me get this correct, unidentified anomalous phenomenon. So that aerial. widens the umbrella. Um, anomalous or aerial, in fact, actually. Ah, Apparently, see. there are two versions, depending on um, where, how anomalous it is. <laughs> I think uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson also pointed out that, for instance, the Chinese spy balloon um, was called an unidentified flying object until it was identified and then it became an identified flying object, an IFO. So so there you go. Uh, Similarly, T says, but alien UFOs should travel faster than our fastest missiles. So the four incidents are probably just funny looking balloons. (laughs) Well, yes, um, 
I, I think this actually so many people are bringing up the um, it could never be of alien origin because clearly they don't need to be wasting their time with us in this way. Um, I find that really quite amusing. Again, I think it just goes back to how we think of quote unquote alien technology based on film. Uh, let's see. We have one, two, three, four, and MP both. I, I think pointing out that there are governmental issues to discuss, uh, particularly in relation to both the US as well as China, and I think that that's fair. I, like I said, I'm. I think we were aiming for a relatively light-hearted conversation while also acknowledging that there are very serious issues at play when it comes to sovereignty, intelligence collecting, what is ethical, what isn't. Speaking of light-hearted though, Nini has rather a lovely theory. Uh, Nini says, the wishing lantern, so usually known as Kyongmintern, am I saying that right, Kyongmintern? Um, they were shot, which were shot down, could have been misinterpreted uh, as so-called spy balloons because they're normally released into the air during the Lunar New Year. So I think we've seen, uh, Nini, I'm not sure if you have, if you've seen the photos of the, the spy balloon and the moment that it uh, was well shot and, and went down, it I think looks like a balloon. <laughs> it did really look like a More suspicious... balloon and less lantern. Yeah, you know, it was it was white, uh, for instance, which is not exactly a lunar or Chinese New Year colour. So there is that. Although you're right, I, I think we are at that point. And, and that's why the umbrella terms of UFOs or UAPs are often used because our airspace is, you know, no longer as, as simple as once it was. Yeah, and I think, as you said, I think you said mainstreaming when we started the segment, and that really is it, right? Uh, we've gone from this being a conversation that existed in the fringes um, among what people thought were just conspiracy theorists, to it actually becoming a legitimate discussion, at least, that even uh, uh, academics and scientists talk about. Well, and that has come with the release of a number of papers, um, the release of a number of previously uh, classified documents. It would have been just Mulder's wildest dream, I think, at this point to have like this current amount of information available to him. I think also all the images that we've been getting from deep space that just keeps giving us more and more information about how vast the universe can actually be. So let us know what you think. Uh, we've been talking today about... UFOs um, and the question of whether you get intrigued by stories about them. Twitter certainly has been all a flutter with it. Um, we also want to know, do you, I guess, you know, whether this is something that interests you as a whole. That number to call is double seven double three two nine hundred. You can send a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. We do have um, a voice note that's coming on this from Roberto. Come on, guys. I'm not an apologist of uh, a conspiracy theories, but isn't it too much? I mean, I know that we are not the only ones in this universe. I mean, it's humongous to be, and it would be extremely selfish to believe that we are the only ones. First, second, isn't it so much coincidence? I mean, there are so many different prototypes that different countries are testing to try to be undetectable to the enemy's radar that well and of course they are not going to tell us openly oh i was one of my prototypes was down by xyz country and now they have the technology or whatever I, I mean i don't know it's just it's just too much and if they have if the extraterrestrial beings have been trying to contact us will you really believe that they were able to travel 
billions of kilometers in a spaceship that is going to be easily detectable by us, and it's especially designed by our raiders to do all those. I mean, I'm thinking that this could be some kind of distraction of some sorts. I'm not really sure from where or from who or for what reason, but it sounds like that. I mean, there are so many and there have been so many of these things in the past that is easily uh, non credible. Roberto, thank you so much. Um, I, I think that you raise a few a few interesting points. And I, I think we are all in agreement, I, I, I hope, that what we're looking at in these cases are deformed balloons, by and large, which doesn't necessarily mean that you can't believe that there aren't beings or that there aren't presences out in the wide universe. You're right. I think it's hubristic to assume that we're alone. Well, on that point, uh, Lukman says, all this talk about UFOs reminds me of a quote from the sci-fi author Arthur C. Clarke. The quote is, two possibilities exist. Either we are alone in the universe or we are not. Both are equally terrifying. Yeah, I, I've always loved that quote and I agree wholeheartedly. Um, Lok is getting at the heart of what I was trying to say earlier, who said, maybe this was from a third world planet. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I've been trying to say, that like we might not know what form the technology will take. We always assume they'll send us their brightest and best. But maybe mm-hmm. we've just got like a really tired scout that that's like, you know, whatever. I don't think anything's here, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is true. We shouldn't assume that everyone's an intrepid uh, space traveller. Or, um, you I, know, in like shiny chrome and stuff. Yes. Uh, we have Munif saying, I loathe being a grown-up. Especially in this day and age of advanced technology, everything can be explained away. Everything has been explored and discovered. Add to that digital tech like Photoshop, AI software, deep fakes. Nothing amazing remains mysterious. Not just UFOs, but Loch Ness Monster, Bigfoot, Living Dinosaurs, Atlantis. Everything explained away. There's no more romanticism, a sense of adventure or wonder in the world, so depressing. Munif, I hear you. Sometimes I look at old maps, really old maps, and I see how much they hadn't yet found. And it kind of bums me out that Google Earth... You know the edge of the world? The idea that you could actually reach the edge of the world? Yes. um, Google Earth has taken care of that. You can see everything. You can map everything. You're right. It's depressing. Um, keep those thoughts coming. And after Inside Story, after the six o'clock news today on Inside Story, we're going to be talking about Valentine's Day because apparently Malaysians are very satisfied in our relationships. We're like topping a chart, which I didn't expect. Uh, so we're going to ask for your thoughts. Keep it here, BFM eighty nine point nine. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.